A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, but we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb, therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Isaka dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith, rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing, we are committed, no turning back. From the north, south, east and west, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender, and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. 
Jesus said of John the Baptist that among all men born of women, none greater than John the Baptist. Now that's a great CV coming from Jesus himself talking about John the Baptist. Why did Jesus have to use this scripture or these words on, G on John? Because John was the first prophet who came to speak into the minds of people. He's the first prophet who came to break the pattern of how men think. And when he came into the scene, he came with a message of change how you think, change how you interpret life, change how. So he was telling you to go back into yourself and do something that other prophets didn't. The other prophets would come and say, that says the Lord, tomorrow morning, that mm. says the Lord, do this, that says the Lord. So there was an instruction of what they need to do. But John's instruction was for you to go back into yourself mm -hmm. and break how you think. Now, why am I starting with that scripture this morning? Why am I starting with John the Baptist this morning? Because as I said, John had a difficult job or a job description yes. of bringing people to a new way of thinking. And you know what? In our day, I think we can call ourselves John the Baptist, <laughs> who is coming yes. with a message yes. of coming into your life to break a way of life that you have known. Because when we talk about the spirit of mammon and the spirit personifying itself yes. in the lives of men and women, then we come and say, listen, there's another way to live. There's another way to think. There's another way to interpret life. You have to ask yourself, are you willing to go back into yourself, interrogate your way of living and say, wait, I need to change. Surely yes. I need to change. Exactly. So we are talking about mammon. Yes. And of course, there are these three witnesses yes. of how to understand on it or interpret yes. our conversation today. Maybe yeah. you can bring yeah, us yeah, there. Yeah, and the context, why, why are we using the term three witnesses? Mm -hmm. Some of you may have heard this, some okay. of you may not. But we've taught that to interpret an issue in scripture, we have to apply still a law that is within scripture. Yes. Scripture says in the mouth of two or three, or three witnesses, witnesses is a truth established. Meaning we have to use that same principle to extract any truth. So we want to answer the question, what is mama? Mm -hmm. To do that, we have to use the three witnesses. The first witness, we call it the law or the principle of context. Okay. Context means in what context was the speaker discussing this particular term? Alongside the law of context, we have to look at the law of meaning. What is the meaning of the term that was being used? And then the third thing is the law of first mention. Mm. When was this term first mentioned? Which determines its character and nature yes. throughout interpretation. And you're talking about mammon as a, a word that has not re been repeated exactly. in the Bible as many times. Exactly. So, yes, we've heard about it. And yes. the the other interesting thing, yes. we had it from Jesus, exactly. not from Paul, exactly. not from Peter, because there yes. we could have argued yes. these guys brought in their own doctrine. Yes. But this is Jesus yes. himself. Yes. And the, even the other thing that we see is he puts mammon and God on the same level. On platform. the same level. Wow. Yes. So okay. we want to look at what was mammon and why is that important? Because many people have interchanged mammon with money. Now the Bible says money and the Bible says mammon. Mm -hmm. So there's no way it can be the same thing. So can you look at the context? Yes. When Jesus talked about um, mammon yes. in John 6, yeah, yeah. We will look yeah. at the, the only two scriptures yes. that Jesus actually talks okay. about mammon. Mm -hmm. And we are going to look at how he uses yes. those terms. Yes. So let's begin with first placing mammon against the three witnesses. Mm -hmm. So the first is the <laughs> law of context. When Jesus uses this term mammon, it is in the context of the spirit 
which rests upon those who trust on money. Mm. So this is his context. Don't lose that context. Okay. Whatever else he's saying, he's showing you the spirit which rests. Mm. Notice the term. Spirit yes. which rests on those who trust is on money. Uh, now, go back here. Now, yes. today we are not going to rush. <laughs> Because mammon is not a small spirit or demon yes. that we are dealing with here. When you say trust on money, yes, not belief yes. in trust. money, not follow, trust. trust. The word trust is so heavy because when we talk about our trust in God, the only, thing, the only reason I call myself a believer is because yes. I, I believe, I trust, I trust in. God. And remember, yeah? the term trust is a powerful trust. It means I have put my life in your hands. Mm, yes. That's the weight of this statement. Mm. So this means Jesus is talking about those who've placed mm -hmm. their life in the hands of money, who determine the course of their life based on money, mm. who believe the only solution to their problems is money. So when you put it, operate like that, mm. you are already under the influence and control of money. So this is that point where we ask questions. Do yes. I believe that money is the only thing that can sort my life? Exactly. Do I believe money is the only thing that can change how I, how yes. I live? Yes. Do I believe money is the only thing that can take me to that place where I dream yes. of being? Yes. Now, that's what you are saying. Yeah. I have placed my trust exactly. in money, that exactly. it is only money that can take me there. It's yes. the only vehicle yes. that can remove me from my current position yep. to where I dream or I think we I ought to go. be. Now, mammon is deceptively powerful. Okay. Because mammon will on one extreme make you believe it's the only way out. Mm -hmm. But mammon can come through religion and tell mm -hmm. you you don't need it at all. Mm -hmm. So it still traps you in the same problem. Okay. And that's why we have to decode and unmask. Why we say we have to unmask is because mammon wears a mask. Mm. Mammon wears a mask. When something wears a mask, then you know what you're seeing in the front is yes. not who is behind the mask. Mm. That becomes important. So mammon, mammon's intent is to keep you enslaved and distracted from following God fully. Please wow. understand that. Yes. So the, the lure of money, the intent is not money. The intent is to distract you from fully following God and pursuing the purposes of God because God's intent is his kingdom. So God is not just about get born again no. and you're coming to heaven. No, no, when you get born again, God says the reason you guys are getting born again in the earth is because I have things I need done in the earth. Exactly. Now, if you get born again and your gaze is in heaven, yes. that I just want to go to heaven. Yes. All right? Yes. You're doing nothing in the earth. Exactly. So in the earth, you're preoccupied by mammon. There you go. But your heart is yes. going to heaven. Now, God yes. says, listen, you're missing the point. Yes. Mammon wants to keep you distracted completely from the purposes of god in other wow. words when when you are entrapped by mama mm -hmm. prophetic words and proceeding words have no meaning mm -hmm. unless they address your money problem <laughs> unless you're talking to my money issues i'm not exactly. understanding what you're telling me this it. is the word of god for me yes what other word hmm. so hmm. what happens is that and is there a place for money and material of course who created them god the material God did, God. but here's the catch. Yeah? There's a positioning in which God ordered everything. Mm. Mammon changes the order. Yes. Moves God's purposes and plans from the priority mm -hmm. and places pursuit of money as the priority. 
Sometimes you even fool yourself mm. that you are pursuing money so that you can fulfill the word of That's God. That's what we say, God. When you give me money, I'm going to advance your kingdom. I'm going to make sure this word reaches many people. Yes. So your word, God, is tied. Your, the movement of your word yes. is tied to me exactly. having money. So you actually, you actually now are using the word for money mm -hmm. instead of the word showing you what to do with money. So let's go back here. You said that God created the material realm. Yes, he did. And he created it for man because yes. we see God create man yep. and place him in the material realm. Absolutely. He remains in the spiritual realm, yes. meaning God does not need material. Yes. It is man who needs material. So such that God created man yes. and gave him a body exactly. or a suit yes. that operates in the material realm. Exactly. So God's intent is for you to interact with the material that he... That's it. Now, Mammon comes and tells you, for you to interact with God, what God intended you to, you need money. There you that's go. That's the confusion. So the that's context, remember that's what we're still dealing with, yes. basically means that God, I know it sounds funny when I use this term and mm -hmm. I want to clarify it, mm -hmm. that your mind is so preoccupied with how to make money that you do not have time or space for the word. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you do not have time for church. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you don't have time for meetings. Mm. I'm not saying you don't have time for, for preachings and teachings. No. Time for the word. What is the word? Wow. The original intent that God has for your life. So you will go to a preaching to look for money. Okay. You will go to a meeting. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you actually miss the word. So the power of mammon is to preoccupy you that everything must be filtered through how do I get money? I think when we talk about mammon and money, yes. where we, when we are talking, where we feel that this is the hardest thing to break is where you are telling someone that the word of God yes. was meant to be manifest in the earth yes. and it attracts everything it needs to fulfill itself. Exactly. So for example, when we say that Abraham was told, or told get out and go, as he pursues the proceeding word, yes. it will even find what where he lives, the money he needs, the clothes he's wearing, the people he interacts with. The word will cause all these things to come to pass. Exactly. But now for us, we find that every time you speak to people, it's almost, some, almost somebody is asking you, okay, are you saying that if I follow my instruction, it will help me pay my bills? We're saying, okay, stop. Hmm. Don't look at your bills. You're still focusing on the wrong Don't way. focus on your bills. If you do what Jesus said, stop concentrating on the worry and anxiety of your bills. Instead, the, uh, the kingdom of concentrate on the kingdom of God. Yes. That is what will change your life. In that fact, difficult for a in fact that man difficulty tells you how we have been brought up in Mama. Yes. That you cannot connect reality in life without measuring it with money. Mm -hmm. Reality in life yeah. without a measure of money. So that is your ultimate measurement for mm. anything. So if I hear this, will I? Notice mm. the measurement. Mm. It's so, so pegged. I need a house, yes, fine. So if I listen to the word, you're telling me I'll get the house. If I listen to the word, you're telling me I'll pay school fees. So you're still listening to the world and coming to look for a word yes. that will sort that problem. Yes. And, and please realize as we are discussing this, you are having warfare. Hmm. Real. Because we are touching a thing that equals life. You said something earlier. Uh, that's what I want to say with to yes. qualify what you've just said. Yes. You said mammon masks itself. Completely. The mask is you. There you go. 
The mask is you. Have you seen how you wear a mask? Yes. And your face is behind the mask? Yes. Now you are the mask and Mammon is behind. Hiding. Can you imagine? In your personality. And don't worry because <laughs> before we are done with this session, we'll talk about the four levels of warfare so you can identify where you are. Mm, so you talked about the yes. law of context. Yes. And you said here that when Jesus used the word Mammon, yes. he was speaking to a people yeah. whose trust is in yes. money. He was giving a context. Yes. Yeah, that this is where the battleground really is. Let's talk about yeah. the law of context. And it's so powerful yes. because in Matthew 6 he says, is life not more than? So yes. he's saying your life revolves hmm. Hmm. around this reality. Yes. So then we have to ask, when you use the term mammon, like we always say something, that whenever a term is used in scripture and it is not explained, it means the listeners knew what it was. Mm-hmm. You hear that? I'll yes. say that again. Yes. When a term is used in scripture and the person using the term does not explain, neither do the disciples ask Jesus, what did what you mean? What is mammon? It means that term is a well-known mm. term. Yes. Now, mammon, now the law of meaning, was the name of a Syrian god small g, of riches and money. Mm-hmm. This Syrian god was personified with greed, mm. with, with increase and sorrow, with excesses. Mm. So it, it was not a benevolent, it was not a, a benevolent god. It was a, mm-hmm. a, a destructive one. It was not a good god. It, the, the Syrians had this way of saying, when you have too much of this kind of riches, this is how you behave. That spirit, it's like a trapping spirit. Mm. That was the myth. Yes. It's a spirit that gives you money until it destroys you. <laughs> so you get where the background is. So when yes. Jesus uses the term mammon, nobody around him is confused. Mm. They know what he's saying, and he's saying, listen, this spirit is not just a Syrian god. This is a real spirit, an identity of a spirit behind the scenes and it functions in a particular way in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. The Syrians may have tagged it a name by looking at something, but it was a reality anywhere you go. Whether you go to Babylon, whether you go anywhere, this is the God behind every economic activity that is anti-God. Mm. So Jesus yes. is saying here, yes. you cannot serve God who yes. created you and at the same time serve the Syrian God yes. of riches yes. and money yes. or who promises you riches and money. Exactly. You cannot serve the two yes. at the same time. Yes, and the principle and they fully yeah. understood completely what, he, what he meant. So he was really saying that Mammon creates an alternative kingdom in the earth. Mm-hmm. So in this alternative kingdom, material replaces God. Mm-hmm. And listen, that material can be gold, silver, or as the new age places it, the universe. Hmm. The universe, you realize, is material. God created it. Yes. The planets, the space. Whatever. So when, when the new agers say the universe will, will give, give you, Mother Nature will be kind to you. You're dealing with the ultimate height <laughs> of mammon. So remember we said something in our last conversation that guys will be having a class on meditation. Why? Yes. So that you do not go to this place where you're being told, can you sit and see how mother nature will give to you? Yes. When you close your eyes and imagine anything, the go. universe will give you nothing that is created yes. can give you anything. Yes. The material that you're looking for can only be a result of the word that created it, yes. but not the universe. So when we talk about there's a God of this and a God of yeah. that, there's no material thing that can give you yes. what you're looking for. In fact, scripture tells you clearly, mm-hmm. all the gods of the world yes. are created beings. Mm. So you're worshipping a, crea- a creation like you. Exactly. If anything, man <laughs> is the highest 
of, of God's, God's creation. creation. Now then he's now going low. He's stooping so low to now tell the universe, close your eyes yes. and just meditate and see exactly. how the universe will give you. Yes. It will not. And, and, just, <laughs> yeah, and that is the principle of what an idol was. Yes. An idol is when you took something God created, mm-hmm. gave it a shape and a nature, mm. and then worshipped it to give you what you need. Mm. It's the same And thing. that's what you're saying, that mammon yes. is for self-destruction. Absolutely. It will cheat you that this is what I want to give yes. you. This is what I want to offer you. The first thing it does is separate you yeah. from God. That's Once it. you are separated from God, my friend, yes. now you can just start talking like Eve. This thing, this tree is good to make me wise. Yes. You were wise before. But now, uh, you every, are wise. Yeah, creation, is now, creation is now making you wise. Hmm. Instead of you being wise to imagine mm-hmm. creation. So ultimately what mammon does... Wow. The meaning is to bring it to a place that whatever you're supposed to control, whatever God gave us authority over, mm-hmm. now has authority over, over us. Wow. Wow. That's mammon's ultimate. And once you go down that road, you're going to destruction. Hmm. So mammon can be described as a spirit that manifests itself through money hmm. without God's nature via our selfish perspective. I want to repeat okay. slowly. Okay. Mammon is the spirit. Notice it's a spirit. Yes. It manifests itself through money. Mm-hmm. But that money must remove God's nature from it. Mm-hmm. And it can only be seen in our selfish perspective. Some of you have heard us say that Mammon was first found in the garden. How? Mm-hmm. What did Mammon do? It manifested itself on how Eve can be great. Yes. Through her own nature. Mm. Using God's materials. Mm. Because the tree she ate was created by God. Yes. So that's the principle of mama. So let me ask a question here. Yes. When you listen to that, that this is a spirit. Yes. Not something you can touch. Yep. But spirit. But it manifests itself through money. Yes. Now the question I want to ask. Please check your life and ask yourself, when I'm pursuing money, when I'm so connected to this project that it must come through, mm. see how much God is removed exactly. from your life. Exactly. See how you always find yourself like, wait, 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 wait. where was I? Where did I leave the, spirit, uh, the, the instruction? Yes. Where did I leave my proceeding exactly. one? Why? Because when you start putting your focus on money, the first thing automatically that happens is you remove God. Yes. In fact, let me say something here mm. because this will bring clarity. Yeah. When we say mammon replaces, mammon doesn't compete. Mm-hmm. It God? replaces. That's huge. Wow. Okay? So this is how it works. Hmm. Money has been connected to life. Okay? So you measure money in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. You measure life in money. If I want to have this dimension of life, what do I need? Money. If I need to do this thing in my life, what do I need? Money. Money. So Mammon created a system in the earth that anything you're pursuing for the betterment of your life has been pegged to money. To money. Okay. And that is so much in your face every day. What Mammon has removed is God hmm. being a part of any part of your life. Yes. The part of God Mammon has given us to believe hmm. is he's a spirit and our interaction with him will be in heaven. Here's the battleground. So because to you, God is somebody you will interact with in the heavenlies after here, you conclude to operate in the earth, you don't need God. You need God to preserve your soul. 
You need God to protect you from harm. But you need God to keep you so you can be in heaven one day. <laughs> when it comes to real life. That's what we call it. Exactly. And that explains why mm -hmm. when I am pursuing a project, God can't be connected. Mm -hmm. This is a money issue. Where does God come in? And that's what you said earlier, yes. that when you pursue money, yes. you have no time or space yes. for the word. Because you can't connect the word With. to life. Hmm. But you can connect money to life. to life. Okay, let's go back. You cannot connect money to what you eat. You yes. cannot connect money God. to how you will pay. You cannot connect God. Mm -hmm. I mean, sorry, you cannot yes. connect God yes. to how you will pay Anything. your bills. No. Your debt. Yes. But you can connect money. Exactly. And that is why when we pray as believers, yes. we go to God and tell him, now God, yes. please give me money. There you go. Give me money yes. because money is what I need to get out of exactly. where I am, guys. This we said that mammon personifies itself in yes. the lives of men and yes. women. Personification means you become that thing. Exactly. Meaning, when I'm sitting here, no matter what you're telling me, I'm sure maybe there's somebody watching us and they're just so restless, like, yes. okay, stop. You're trying to tell me there's another way of life without money. Exactly. We are saying. You will pay for things. You will pay for what? But the way you get that money is not how you go doing it now. Yes. How you're doing it now, the first thing it's doing, and this for us, we are saying, just check your life. Oh, yeah. You are removing God and you only come back to him when you hit a wall. When exactly. you come and feel like, okay, wait, I didn't get it right. When the strategies <laughs> you applied fail, fail that's when you come then back. you say, God, oh. come and help me get money. And by the way, once I get it, I'll give you a break until next time I have a crisis. Mm -hmm. Because in your hierarchy, Mammon has done exactly what Jesus said. He has said, life for you either is God or money. So, afterlife mm -hmm. is God. Mm -hmm. Current life is money. So let's pursue money in the earth. Yes. We will worship God in heaven. Let's Simple. worship mammon because when God says you cannot serve God or mammon, the word serve there. Exactly. Is worship. And all that has happened mm -hmm. is mammon has shifted the place of money. Okay. Because if you're operating the kingdom, money would be a servant here. And let me say it, <laughs> and it may sound odd. Okay. You will not pursue money in the kingdom. Money will pursue you. Hmm. Jesus said it, only that we wonder how. Because we are not seeing anyone who is saying, no, seriously, money is pursuing me. But no. you know what? It's because you're looking at on the wrong side. Exactly. <laughs> you know the Bible says yeah. that follow, uh, seek the kingdom. All these things. Things will be added. We don't see Now, why, why aren't you seeing people who have been following the kingdom and things being added because you're facing the wrong side. Yes. You are pursuing things. You see the Gentiles. Everywhere. You only see the Gentiles. And you only see them pursuing. And you've never seen a Gentile say, by the way, now I'm fine. I'm no. comfortable. They're always saying, always I need more. I need exactly. more because it's a bucket with holes. Yes. So they're always pursuing. Exactly. So if your eyes are pursuing things, yes. you will never see what God is doing. And you'll never. never understand. From this position of facing the money, no matter how much somebody tells you that, your word, your yes. instruction can change your life. You're yes. facing the wrong side. And, and part, That's of, not yeah, understand part of the problem is that Mammon has entered religion mm. very powerfully. Mm -hmm. And in, in, in Mammon's preaching, because Mammon preaches on our pulpit. Yes. He preaches this way. One, you don't need money. That's not what we said. Mm. We said you don't trust money. Don't trust. mix two terms. Mm. Need and trust. Everybody needs money, okay. but nobody should trust money. Mm. <laughs> That's a good way. Those are it. two separate That's issues. That's a good way. Alright? So, Mammon now comes into religion and says, you don't need money. You just need heaven. So any money you have, give it away. Mm. Because really, it is evil. 
and anybody who's going to make money is evil. Mammon is playing both sides mm. very well. Because ultimately, both sides, if, if, if Mammon cheats you this way, your life will be so miserable, you will hate the earth, mm -hmm. and you will be, your heart will be looking towards when, we, when, when, when do we go to heaven where things are better. Mm. And this is what amuses me. In the earth, you are a physical being. Suffering is in your natural being. Not in the but spirit. Not in the spirit. Okay. So you want to go to heaven and say where pain will end, but you have no body with which to deal with that pain that will end. Okay, stop. Because <laughs> that's what we've been sold. That's the problem. That seek heaven yes. because heaven there'll be no pain. Listen, here is where you don't need pain. <laughs> don't bear pain here. Don't bear in poverty, of, yes. suffering in the earth that you'll be problem. okay in heaven. Listen, this is where you need this not to suffer. This is where you need not to suffer. I, I, I want to live the kind of life that God promised me. Yes. I mean, God is not a man that he should lie. We should sit and say, we did he promise this? Why is it exactly. not working? So, Mammon, that's a powerful thing you said. Yes. Mammon doesn't mind you suffering here, yes. promising you heaven. That's yes. a message True. from heaven. True. The message from God is you should not be suffering here. You are his son. And that's why when we saw the son coming back to the father, yes. we saw restoration. Exactly. And by the way, there was a party. No, listen, <laughs> guys, I stand to be corrected. Yes. If you can, please do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have not seen mm. the benefits promised in the Bible point to heaven. Hmm. everything God told them was to happen here. When you enter the land, these blessings will follow you. They were not in the heavens. Yeah. I will make you great, Abraham, in the earth. I will make you rich in the earth. I did not see any of those promises given that they will eventually be seen in heaven. Otherwise, hmm. God wasted time building material things that can only be accessed in heaven. Hmm. You know, there are things we say or do, and these are all messages <laughs> of mammon. Most of that thing of even if you're suffering here, one day you will go to heaven where there'll be no more suffering. Listen, who wants the life of suffering here and go to heaven? Then this person who is suffering, if you tell them, okay, so you go now. They don't want to go. What are you still doing? Yes. Why don't you leave now yes. to avoid this suffering? They still don't want to go. Why? Because when God created man in his image and likeness, there is part of you that says, that I'm knows. supposed to be thriving exactly. in the earth. Not in the uh, not yes. in the heavens. I'm supposed to be living yes. and thriving in the earth. I'm not supposed to be dying. That's why you still fear death. Yeah. So many people who are suffering, you ask them, are you ready to pack yes, your things sir. and go? They still don't want to go. Yeah. Why? Yes. I'm supposed to thrive here. Absolutely. So guys, we have to bring out all the mammon messages that we have listened to exactly. and destroy and break them out of our Think lives. again. Yeah. Listen, let it be on record. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in waiting to go to heaven on promises that God gave for the earth. Mm. <laughs> Let it be on record. Yes. I am not one of those that is about to cede this earth to the devil. Mm. Mm. The earth belongs to God. God. The world may belong to the devil. Mm. So the world we can deal with. The earth we are not giving the devil. He has given to the sons of men, not to the devil. That's the principle. So we are not sitting. No, we're not sitting in our, our space. So God has told you, this is what I've yeah. called you to do. For example, for us now in TCC, God said, listen, there are people with bondages, chains that are tied. And the kind of chains that we are called to break are yes. not in your hands. No. They are in your minds. Yes. So we are speaking to your mind. And now tomorrow we say, you know what? We are getting demotivated because people oh, don't no. seem like they are moving. We are not demotivated. We, we know we Mammon well. We've yes. been down the road. Yeah. We have had years of battlegrounds with Mammon. Mm. And we've come out with no scars. So if so we, we talk know. about um, here now, for example, you yes. say there are people who've been tracking. I won't yeah. say TCC, yeah. I'll say globally, people yeah. who have been tracking. And we're saying that you may be wondering, okay, wait, are you saying there's a way that we can live with the word 
and the word will do that which we are God has told us not not what we are dreaming of yes. what God has placed in our lives yes. that this is who I've called you to be yes. and we are saying listen the chains that are hmm. holding you these are Babylonian chains that Mammon uses to tie us around yes. and the difference with this chain the picture that God showed you is that these chains are not on you and then on me and then on him no it is on me there are chains that are holding me and keeping me in Babylon telling me that I must have my trust in money then my chain mm. stretches and touches yours yes so we are like a web if you can think of a in, web in fact exactly now 20 years ago mm -hmm. when God gave me that vision yes of people not only in a city mm -hmm. with metal bracelets yes. you remember around mm. their minds yes. with chains connecting mm. brain to brain to brain mm -hmm. it was not local it was global yes now that was before we ever had the term blockchain mm. now if you understand the technology of blockchain it means in real time what is happening to me now here is happening to you in real time in canada yes because we are part of one global blockchain okay mammon has been controlling that blockchain <laughs> we are about to hack that blockchain free people and put them into a new blockchain called the kingdom mm. where the result i get here yes. is the same result you get wherever you are remember the blockchain does not belong to mammon but the program in that blockchain mm. is what mammon has installed yes and we all have the same program mm -hmm. and that's why we are dealing with this and notice so far we're only mentioning the witnesses yes. we are not even going to mammon so we've talked about the yes. law of context yes and the law of meaning the law of meaning yes let's talk about the law of the first mention now, the law of first mention like we said earlier is when something is mentioned in scripture the first time it's mentioned the context it's mentioned in the meaning it is given is what we must retain throughout any other time we discuss it okay now the law of first mention as you had said in the intro i believe that only Jesus used this word in the entire Bible. I think for me that was one of the most powerful contexts when God led us to start talking about this. I thought this is a word I'll find everywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought this would be a core word. Then I realized Jesus is the only one to describe it, mm -hmm. but the Bible is about it. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. The Bible is the about... The entire Bible is a battleground between mammon and trust in God. Mm. Right from Genesis to Revelation. When you see the book of Revelation and talk of mystery Babylon and the trade and whatever, we are still talking mammon. So for Jesus to give mammon such a high pedigree is to show you that the devil is smart enough not to show up as the devil. We will all deal with him. We will all reject him. Mm -hmm. So what is his next best model? To show up as mammon mm -hmm. and to live among us very, very quietly. Mm -hmm. And make sure one thing only, God's kingdom never advances. Yeah. So the law first mentions, when Jesus first mentions this term, it's interesting, he uses the same context, the law of witness, in the mouth of two or three witnesses. So he uses two passages. He mentions mammon a number of times in those passages, but they are primarily two passages in which Jesus uses the term mammon, and only Jesus uses this term. I find that, please hold on to that in your mind, that if Jesus is the one who gave us this description, and with, the, with this description, he gave us such an ultimate statement that the whole word, the Bible, can be measured by. Mm. That's a huge thought right there. Mm. So first, the first place he mentions it is in Matthew 6.24. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now let's look at it at Luke 16, 9. No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, 
or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, I want you to note something. While both scriptures use the term mammon mm -hmm. and convey a similar message, it's almost as if it's a copy-paste. Yes. That if you didn't know the context of what scriptures, you'd think Luke is repeating mm -hmm. what Matthew is talking about. Yes. So while that is true, and each of them convey a similar message about the inability, notice the term, mm -hmm. the inability to serve both God and material wealth, meaning you can't trust God fully mm. and trust resources fully. Trust. Trust. I think that's the word we are going to repeat in this conversation. And as long as we are talking mammon, we'll keep repeating yes. that yes. we are talking about trust. Yes. Where you trust material wealth, where yes. you trust it is money that can get me out of here. It is money that can do this. It is money that can, you actually when somebody is unwell, yeah. they say they need money to go to hospital so that they can be well. Exactly. You are saying the word cannot. Yes. You can't trust God. Yes, you can't. Yeah. So that becomes the core. But the core message that remains consistent in both passages, even though the contexts are different mm -hmm. and varying in perspectives, you must understand, in one, Jesus deals with life. In Matthew 6, he deals with everyday life in every dimension. Okay. He's telling you that mammon permeates life. Yes. All right? But in Luke, he's focused on an issue of business. He's focused on a, a, a vineyard owner, his steward, his servants. So he's talking about business and economy and shows you in day-to-day -day life, provision, mm -hmm. mammon is involved. Yes. In economy, mammon is involved. And on a different conversation, we'll talk about why Jesus seems to say something weird in the scripture in Luke. That has confused many <laughs> people when he says about, talks about the shrewd servant. And unrighteous mammon. We will talk about that. That's an that entirely day. different context. Mm -hmm. So that's not the context for today. Right now we are saying Jesus takes two passages, covers everybody's life, then covers economy. Mm. So he has already given us that mammon has to do with our life mm. and mammon is in the center of our economy. Mm. That's what you should take away from those two passages. Okay. And it's the only places he mentions mammon. Yes. And it's the only place in scripture that God, Jesus gives an entity equality with God. Mm -hmm. So you're simply saying that when you hear us talking, you're simply saying that mammon can be described as a spirit that manifests itself through money devoid of God's nature. Nature through our personal perspective. That's one of the things I love. You know, I love that statement. That's yes. why she's saying it. So think of it. How would you describe mammon? How do I describe mammon? Mm. It is a spirit. Yes. It manifests itself through money. Okay. Removing God's nature, mm. but through my selfish, not my, my, my perspective, mm -hmm. my selfish. selfish perspective. Yes. So how does mammon work in my life? It simply means this. Every time money comes into my hands, either if I'm pursuing money, the characteristic in which I will pursue money mm -hmm. under mammon will remove God from the picture. Yes. And because I've removed God from the picture, the intent is my personal selfish outcome. Mm. That's how mammon manifests. And so when you say here that we remove God from the picture, yes. remember you are still a believer, even yep. though you've removed God from the picture. Yes. Now, if you remove God from the picture, you notice that you must replace him with the God that you have created. Yes. Because you're still a believer. That's why many people will not understand the, the devices of mammon because mammon still leaves you as a believer. Exactly. You think you're praying. You think you're singing. You think. Now, let's go back. If I remove God from the picture and I replace him with the God that I have created, that's mammon's uh, yep. intellect yes. there at work. Yeah. 
This God now, I will deal how I want. That is why you find a church today. Believers sitting and saying, we know the message we want. In yes. fact, today you didn't interpret yeah. the way I want. Exactly. You did not take my children through the Sunday school of how I want it. You did not talk to the men. What about us single women? You are the one dictating how, how you God want should God respond you. should respond to you. you Why? Go. Because it is a God, yes. that small g, yes. that you have created. Yes. So you continue saying you are a believer, but because money is where your trust is, now you reinterpret what the kingdom was all about. Absolutely. So you, br you now bring yes. the messages of mammon into the kingdom. Yes. And that is where the conflict is. And that is, and mammon, right, right from the smallest to the largest, yeah. mammon is the infrastructure. Mm. Mm. Notice the term I'm saying, power, infrastructure. Power word, yes. Something that is, that holds the everything up is the infrastructure behind every economic system that exists in the earth, comma, that did not begin with God. Mm. So we're not saying mammon is the infrastructure behind every economic system in no. the earth. We're saying any economic system in the earth that did not begin in God, the infrastructure behind it yes. is mammon. Why am I saying that? That will explain to you why. In many scenarios, people will struggle with any conversation about money entering the kingdom of God. Mm. Why? Because the infrastructure they have built has no God in its roots. So they can't see why, why do we need to support this kingdom? Why do we need there to be partners in this kingdom? Why do we need to be part exactly. of this kingdom? Because our system is devoid of God's nature and that character. Is it. And we cannot find God in the source that brought us to where we are. That is why if I have my own system that I have created, yes. and now this system has money, exactly. I will reinterpret everything. Exactly. Where God says be generous, yes. I say no, I will have charity. There you go. You come up with your own words. Because but you are God. if you're not careful as a believer, these words you'll always notice, they're so close that unless you have the word of God so that the spirit of God in you can spotlight and show you, listen, yes. God doesn't talk charity, he talks yes. generosity. Yes. Then you're like, oh, okay, let's talk about and, this. And, and the sad thing is that when you operate from this level, yeah. you will want to direct God's voice. Mm. You will not allow mm. God's voice to direct you. Mm. In this same space is where you say, you go to read the Bible, you don't allow the Bible to read you. Simple. Notice in the kingdom, we are subject to the word of yes. God. But in the earth, you are in the world now, and the world systems, yes. the word of God is yes. subject to you. And that is why everybody wants to tell the church what to do. Hmm. Everybody wants <laughs> to tell preachers what to say. Because I'm paying you. Oh. I'm giving to you, therefore you hmm. need to speak... In other words, what have you just done? Hmm. You are now rearranging God's voice. Wow. That's why mammon is deadly. It is. And when powerful. Jesus says you cannot serve God and mammon, yes. I mean, listen, guys, that thing, I mean, for us, every hmm. time we sit down to discuss, the, uh, especially when you talk about the book and masking mammon, yes. we kept sitting and said, listen, this is Jesus. <laughs> he came God as man. He came as man. So yes. when he's speaking, he's not telling you about doctrines yeah, of men. He's not sitting down and looking around and saying, listen, I need to tell you something. This no. is God, this is God. In, in the flesh. Yes. So when he tells you there's something called mammon and there is God, my friend, you better believe him. That there's a spirit here when you're not worshipping God, yes. you're definitely worshipping mammon. And listen, and mammon is a master. Remember, to be a master means you're a master of blending. Mm -hmm. You're a master of camouflage. Yes. You're a master of existing in plain sight mm. and nobody can pick you. Only those who know how the Spirit of God operates can decode mammon. Please say that again. Only those yeah. 
who are calling the spirit of God can decode mammon. Mm. You cannot decode <laughs> mammon with the intellect. Yes. You cannot decode mammon unless God has shown you kingdom economy. <laughs> you can't see mammon. Let me tell you how simple it is. Every debate concerning money in the church is mammon originated. Explain. When you hear, let me give an example. We keep talking about the, the crisis we have in Kenya. Okay. A crisis around a crazy cult. And the thing about mammon is that every time somebody behaves in a cultic manner, hmm. mammon assigns it to God. Those are pastors. Those are Thank men you. of God. In fact, they are called For the first men time of the they are acknowledged. Men of the cloth. So in other words, they are acknowledged in mockery. Yes. That's when the world calls us pastors. Hmm. Beyond that, you're just charlatans. You're nobody important. <laughs> but something yeah, but when something more. crisis happens, you're hmm. now all given a title. They acknowledge finally this is who you okay. are. Okay. But the next thing they go to, immediately they move away from the problem, they begin discussing money. Mm. They begin discussing how to keep money out of the hands of the kingdom. Mm. So the attack may be one cultic person, but the demand is remove money from all the people called by God. Mm. Because So if you don't yes. see mammon, and you don't ah. understand mammon, because like you said earlier, if you do not understand the kingdom of God, then you will not decode. That's it. You do not decode mammon yes. to try and understand the kingdom. No. Yes. You decode the kingdom so that you know how mammon works. Let me tell so you. if you don't understand the kingdom, yes. then that statement exactly. makes sense. And mammon is so powerful, it goes into every level. Because debt, financial luck, failed business, mammon is behind all that. But think about it this way. The same mammon is the one that teaches you when it comes to spiritual things, it should be free. That's okay. a mammon doctrine. Mm. Why? Because mammon is keeping, it's not about the preacher or not. <laughs> mammon to, is making sure no say, money enters this kingdom. I have kingdom. to say this here. <laughs> I have to say this here because this is one of the things that when we are, we are laughing about how believers <laughs> think, let's look at a wedding. Yes. All right? In a wedding, yeah. somebody will go look for a caterer. Thank you. And pay them. Yes. There is no caterer who will come for free. Thank you. You will go and look for a DJ. For entertainment. Yes. You will go and look for decor. Yeah. You will go and look for a designer for your clothes and yes. the rings and everything that makes a wedding. Yes. And then now, if you have a wedding today, mm -hmm. and it is, I believe, 90% of weddings mm -hmm. need a minister to come and say, I now pronounce it. In fact, after his pronouncing, the marriage is now official. You cannot the wedding separate. has and, now worked. Yes. And until that pronunciation is made, that wedding now to break it you have to go back to the courts to exactly. break that meaning there is a one man who made a declaration that is the only man who is of no consequence in that wedding yes in fact in the wedding budget his is the smallest that is the only Mom. man who has no place in that wedding yes. he's the only person who should come for free he's the only person in fact who is expected, by the way, yes. have you talked to the pastor? Yes. He should be coming. And usually, he he's the last one to be informed on the plans. <laughs> you call all these other people first. If you're part of TCC, you know, we destroyed that a long time ago. So, what I was going to say, and why I was saying we laugh about this, <laughs> is when people come and say, okay, wait, why are we paying the pastor? Exactly. Why do we pay for a pastor to come to our wedding? There should he go. just come? Why? Because the world has told you pastors are idle, remember? In fact, me calling you to my wedding, yes. I'm giving you something yes. to do. Today, you know? today, a motivational speaker can put any charge. Yes. Why? They're training you for Babylon. <laughs> and Babylon is not free. Hmm. Everything in Babylon is paid for. I think there's something that Mammon did and he really, really 
succeeded. Yes. Making sure that everything of the church is free. Exactly. We have a women's meeting free. Yeah. We have a men's meeting free. free. A couple's meeting. Then you come and tell me, I have gone to a motivational speaking, paid for it, yep. and my marriage is failing. I went to a counselor, my marriage is failing. Yeah. When I fail in Babylon, I come and look for counsel in the church. Oh, and by the way, you paid the counselor. No, 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 you paid. They and gave you, you paid their rates. But when I come to the man of God, man of God, um, remember I've hit the wall there. So this should be for free. Exactly. That's a mammon message. What did the church do now? The minute you hear any charges in the church, yep. you will always notice. Why don't you give them discount because these are the believers. But these same believers are the ones who are paying pay everything, everything out else. there. But in the church, everything is free. Exactly. Because even the, the, the message you're giving is for, you're given for free, so freely. Ha. Huh. I will teach a whole message on, on freely you have been given, freely give. It has nothing to do with what you think it says. And anything that has been given freely in the church yes. has led the church to where it is today. Greater weakness. No power. And that because is why we end up with manipulation. Mm. We end up with people creating spiritual reasons to make mm. you give money. Yeah. Because you were taught by mammon, pay for everything else except kingdom. Anything, kingdom. Kingdom is supposed to be given freely, but I everything think, else. I think if you look at life, eh? <laughs> and say, wait a minute, how comes when everyone hits... People don't have respect for the church. Oh, yeah. People don't have respect for kingdom matters. But when they want to get married, the things that are crucial in their life, we have a baby born, take them yes. to the pastor to declare yep. and devote this child to the kingdom. We to have a wedding. We have a wedding and we have a death. We have a funeral. We have a funeral. Now, pastor, please show up. Pastors are called to all the exactly. most powerful things, meaning yes. you never call a lawyer to come and bury your dead. You never call a doctor to come and marry you. You never call a teacher to come and pray for your child who has been born. Yes. Now, how comes you do not put value in the graces of these people you think that if they pray for your child, they are calling forth God's blessings upon this child, but exactly. you don't have value for that. Exactly. Don't you think when we talk of God and mammon, mammon is not a small boy. That's power. I love saying so, that. Yeah, so what does mammon do? Yeah. Mammon intends to keep us chasing finances mm. in a system pre-designed for us to fail. Mm. Mm. That's what the Bible mm. says, that those who pursue riches pierce themselves with many sorrows. Pursue riches, not those who produce. Mm, there's produce. And there's pursue. <laughs> so those who pursue in Babylon, Babylon has set systems already pre-designed. For you to You fail. will fail as a believer here. Yeah. Don't come here as a kingdom person. Yes. Meaning the only way you can thrive is by bringing another system yes. that is superior to it's what true. is already existing. So, Mammon's greatest structure and mm. strategy. Mm -hmm. See, Ma have you noticed Mammon does not fight you chasing finances outside of the church system mm. or kingdom or activity? Yes. Or run. When you come to kingdom, don't be involved with finances. Be mm. involved with your soul. Mm. Now, this is the most mm. interesting thing. Mammon intends you to do that so that you're always chasing this great future while you live a miserable present. Mm. You're always pursuing. So the more, and this is one of the conversations when we talk about economy in the masterclass, we talk about the four levels of income. And we say the first two levels are the hardest working levels, but they will never produce wealth. Mm. But they're the hardest These working. are the guys who are chasing a, 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 a great future with a miserable present. So mm. you spend many area, years of your life l toiling, 
with a dream that one day you will rest. Mm -hmm. By the time it's time to rest, your real quality of life is already diminished. There's nothing to rest. So in the four qualities, the first two you'll never, never. You will never I mean, it's guaranteed. Do you remember what you just said now? That you are already in a system that is pre-designed for you to fail. That's what you're talking about. Two, yes. see, two levels yes. that will never. So even if you come from level one to two, yes. you will never make wealth. Exactly. Three to four, you've already crossed over yep. to the kingdom. Yep. And start believe, now behaving kingdom, yes. which guarantees you exactly. wealth. You cannot make wealth here. It's true. Now, can you imagine living here, trusting God? And God is already telling you, my friend, you're in a system that you will never make it. But yeah. guess what? You will have provision and you will have just enough to keep you going. This enough doesn't mean that your 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 for example, let me give an example. Yes. Somebody will be paid five thousand dollars in Babylon. Yes. What will Babylon tell you? Count yourself lucky, my friend. Yes. There are people you are who above are the eighty percent who are below a thousand dollars. But what Babylon doesn't show you is mm. how much of your life was given <laughs> away mm. to earn the five thousand. Mm. See, Babylon talks about earn. The kingdom talks about produce. Mm. Two terms that sound the same, yes, but they are not. And that's what we've been talking about, toil and work. Yes. Now if you're in Babylon, you will toil you and produce little. But because Babylon tells you, you are among the few who earn 5,000 and above dollars, you now think, wow, I'm better in Babylon. Listen, Babylon wants to enslave you. Now when you're made a slave that earns slightly more, you are happy that I am a slave, yes, but you know what? I'm better than the rest I'm of the slaves. I'm better than the rest of the slaves. Guys, God is calling us into freedom. Not deliverance, yep. freedom. Yes. What is freedom? Freedom is where you come and live in a life that you are in control. You're not being controlled by the elements yes. of this earth because God created the material world yes. for you to control. That's it. Now, what is, when you talk of wealth, wealth is when you come to a place where you are the one controlling that environment. The environment, yes. yeah. Now, we continue this conversation. Oh, yes. <laughs> because we've only touched a little piece, and this is important because this will give you clarity on what motivated us to do Unmasking Mammon. What was the journey? What was the process? What were the explanations? What are the activities? How did God bring us here? You must understand this. We have all been programmed to think, mm. reason, mm. and plan. Notice three levels. Think, mm -hmm. so something programs you to start thinking. Okay. That thinking affects your reasoning. Mm -hmm. That reasoning becomes your plans. Our source has been the Babylonian system. Yes. Not yes. God. Yeah. In fact, the Babylonian system tells us thinking, reasoning, and planning with God has to do with heaven. Stay away from the mm -hmm. earth. So because of that, our entire education, our culture, and even our religion mm. has been influenced by mammon. Guys, we are in a season where we are breaking the power of mammon. Yes. That's why we talk about unmasking mammon. That we are in a season where you are breaking these mentalities in us. Yes. Because if you look at all religious sects, yes. Because I'll put Christianity in that. Everything. Because religion Everything. is part of us. Yes. A, a sect. Yes. Christianity is the poorest. Of course. Why? Because mammon has made sure. Because you're trying to get people to think of God, the creator of heaven and earth, you will remain without money, therefore you're paralyzed out there. Yes. Your message, now when somebody listens to you, they wonder, instead of you promising me heaven, why can't we live well here as we plan for that heaven? That's it. Many religious uh, leaders will tell you, other sects, yeah, will tell you, when I listen to a Christian, I wonder. How can someone think it is right to live in poverty in the earth and then go to heaven where there is everything? For what? Your spirit. 
in the earth you are claiming god your father created it but your father doesn't seem to allow you to enter into yes prosperity something is wrong with our gospel and, something and, is wrong and we say silly things like heaven has streets of gold in which material form mm. Mm. That means you don't even understand that very symbolism of a street of gold in mm. heaven. So those are concepts we'll have to deal with as we journey. Yes. Why is this important in this conversation? Because the, the, the direction we're about to enter, we're going to sound materialistic. If you don't understand this context, you don't understand where Mammon operates from, Mammon will have you saying, these guys are talking about money. These guys, that's how Mammon speaks. And remember, we, we are not moved because we've understood the journey, we understood our call, we understand our processes. So let me ask a question before we finish. Yes. Who calls Christians materialistic? Not non-believers. Christians. Christians. Yet, these Christians will come and say, listen, Muslims have taken over, yes. or Islam has taken over all the businesses. They have taken over. Do you realize there's no way they wake up and do business? They talk about it somewhere. But because they're in agreement that, wait a minute, we are in a world system that is controlled by money. That's so it. what do we do? Let us take money and be the controllers. So as we are saying, we want to come to this place of thriving, but our trust is in God, not in money. But that does not mean we become broke and be broke. So, yeah. It amuses me because mm -hmm. we say Muslims have taken over business. Indians. Indians have taken over business. Jews have taken over business. Then we say, us, let us pray. Oh. Listen to yourself. What are you doing? What you've just, you've just said what they are doing. Yes. So, instead of coming with a counter narrative of what they are doing, you now want to pray. Okay, let me ask you what are you going to pray? For them <laughs> to be broke. What are you going to pray? What is it? Do you realize prayers become this default escapist position yes. when we have no solution? Mm, mm. We have to get out and of that And also we have to also come to a place of saying, these, most of the people watching us today are Christians. Yes. All right? If you look at a ladder, it has steps. All right? The lowest one, the one you start with down there, that's where Christianity is. Yeah. When it comes to finances, that's where we belong. When it comes to impact, that's where we are. When it comes to influence, that's where we are. Guys, don't you think you are claiming to be a son of God, the creator of heaven and earth, but you're living like one without a father, yes. an orphan, somebody who cannot call into the spirit and download principles that can cause you to thrive. Exactly. So what do we do? We are now sitting down and saying, listen, God, you've given us a call. You have said that we have to break the chains that are holding and keeping people in Babylon with a mentality and a message that is not going to uh, cause anyone to yes. arise and yes. thrive. So you we are breaking that mentality. Yes, that the Cyrus community. Yes. Cyrus was called not to the world, <laughs> but to the church that yes. is captured in the world. Mm, mm, mm. Powerful. We are sent to free believers. I have no message for unbelievers. Mm, mm. My message is to believers who are captives and, of Babylon. And maybe somebody who's been asking, yes. we never hear you doing altar calls. There are people called with that, graced with that, powerful with that and when you come to me and you need that i will send you to the one who will lead you in a much more efficient manner because the kingdom is not confused yes there are different people with different graces mm. and to those ministers out there who sometimes say why don't you preach this no 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 that is your call oh okay 
You see, you're projecting what you feel is a gap in the body is a sign of what God has called you to do. Mm. So there's everybody with their calling, yes. but this calling is equipping the body so exactly. that we can all arise in maturity. Exactly. Now when it comes to finances, yes. that's where the war is. Yes. And for us, if you've noticed the last few conversations, we've become now bold and aggressive in addressing this. this. We yes. are now militant yes. in addressing this. Yes. Why? Because God is saying, listen, I called you. Yeah. Be bold and yeah. very courageous yes. to take the word I've given you and speak it out there because yes. you're releasing people who love God with their heart but their mind are all wrapped up by mammon. Yes. So we yes. are breaking the chains yes. of these people who are saying, I love God, yes. but you know what? I'm stuck on how to operate with money. Exactly. Yeah. So I will not project to you, why don't you teach this? Mm. I realize you're not called to it. Yes. And that's how we function. Please understand people in closing this section that the cause of most, if not all mm. conflicts, mm -hmm. personal, corporate, or national, is mammon. In marriage, the truth is the conflict you have, money is at its root. Mm. In family, the true cause of the conflict between you and your siblings and family or whatever is financial. Political upheaval, financial. Global wars, financial. Mammon is structured from <laughs> your personal life to the top of where you go. So this is one of those days I say, re-listen to this and please don't miss the next one. We'll talk about the four levels of conflict mm. from a person's perspective. What are the four places you will be dealing with mammon? Yes. And every time mammon morphs yes. and changes its nature and masks itself afresh, if you don't interpret those spaces, you may end up not going where God wanted you to go. We now want to take this opportunity to invite you to an online conference. The National Builders Conference was a, a, a brainchild of part of a team that I, I am collaborating with. We are brothers, we are family, we are in different dimensions of kingdom ministry, but each of us has this desire for the aspects of the kingdom. And we discovered something as we got together. I, I dubbed it a Hebron relationship. Mm -hmm. We discovered each of us had certain unique capacities and beliefs that make a whole of what the kingdom that Jesus wanted to build looked like. The nation God had in mind with Abraham looks like. So each of us is going to cover a segment. And the thing is, it's not a preaching conference. This is not one of those where we preach and give you scripture. This is where we have a panel where questions are asked mm. in different aspects of kingdom, in governance, in politics, in education, in finance, in technology, in agriculture, anything that touches life. Mm. Does the kingdom have an answer? Yes. And those are the questions that will be asked of the panelists in the different sections. So please register for this because I'm sure an area that concerns and affects you will be covered. This is where we say, keep it kingdom, keep it pure. Thank you for watching this episode of the Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains, what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.